live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Welcome! You're locked and loaded right here on LFA. This is Live from America. Thank you for being here. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and we're broadcasting from the White Mountain region, the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. It's me, it's producer Eli, and it's LFA TV, baby, and we are so blessed by God to be here with you all. Logan, how you doing, my friend? Smokey is in the building. How you doing, Smokey? Miranda and MJ Randall. Gene and Carol, Godly Matters. Lord Fishy. J.A. Fish. Cindy Lou Who. Ruth 55. Script. How you doing? She-Cat is in the building. True International. No, 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 pressure. Bill Carmen is here. Peg is here. How you doing? Terry Sue. Liz Ellis. Eli, your wife is in the building. Forrest Trump, how you doing? Good to see you. Godly Matters, Kelly is in the building. Barbara Peters, Willie, how you doing? Miguel Ortiz and Amanda Collins, how you doing? Eric, how you doing? Good to see you. Lucille is in the building. Nolan Wallace is here tonight to get some truth. Some truth with an F. That's how Eric 8th Grade Adams would say it. One more here. Let's give it to El Savvy. El Savvy in the building. Good to see you, Nikki from Texas. Thank you all for joining in. Look, folks, uh, speaking of Eric 8th grade Adams, because that's what he would say, truth. We got to have the truth in the building, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, viewer discretion advised if you have children watching already because there's going to be a heckler that's driving by Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams in downtown New York City in his Here for America speech. I am here for America Eli, I am the pinnacle of a black male. Anyway, there's a heckler driving by, and she says, you know, some, she has some choice words for Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams, you know, like F you, this, that, and the other. And that's not even the crazy part. The crazy part is his response. Very, very odd, but what you'd expect from him. And I would like to say thank you and God bless you, Cleese Sully. Happy birthday to you. On your birthday, you donate. to LFA so that we can operate as a true autonomous network. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Cleese Sully. 
Happy birthday to you. Must You know what it is? It's Clee Sully just loves the feeling of giving and understands how important it is here. And we understand the importance of that, of that kind of a magnitude of donation. So thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, listen closely to the heckler. Going by Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams telling the truth in the booth. Mr. Mayor, uh, yes, sir. four-year-old man Curtis oh, Davis was found on the spot. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, said, she said I'm messing with homeless people. You know that? You know, one should be, one should be happy if someone wants to make love to them. You know? <laughs> Go ahead. Mr. Mayor. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the abonics truck here real quick, Eli. Beep, beepity, beep. <laughs> what is he doing? One should feel happy if someone wants to make love to them. What? She said, F-U-A-hole, some choice words, right? But I told you the politicians aren't going anywhere without being, you know, confronted these days. And he said, she said, I, 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 conf- I do this to homeless people. One should feel happy if someone wants to make love to them. <laughs> what? I, I don't even know. So you know what? For that, for that alone, because I have no idea what that even means. We're going to go ahead and give Eric 8th grade Adams the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, folks. And rightfully deserved. And rightfully deserved. One should feel happy that someone wants to make love to them. I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that she's referring, he's referring to the, you know, the, the F.U. statement. Um, but anyway... Um, so that's, that's dumb, dumb number one, but how many people remember this? (laughs) How many people remember this? I'm going to blow this picture up for you here in a minute, but do you know what this picture represents? This is Hillary Clinton back in 2016, walking into a normal everyday home in Harlem. And, uh, let's blow this up. Look at the look on her face. (laughs) You mean to tell me you live here? <laughs> you mean to tell me that you live here in this place? Ladies and gentlemen, that was in 2016 when she entered the home of, uh, of a person living in Harlem. Uh, and the reason why we're going back to this is because um, she came out today and said, as of today, it's been 14 years since the $7.25 minimum wage was, la- uh, was last raised. POTUS supports raising the minimum wage to $15. MAGA Republicans have repeatedly blocked an increase. What do they have against millions of working families making more? And then there's that picture of Hillary Clinton basically thinking to herself, what am I doing in this? I mean, to her, this is a hellhole, right? Look at her. Ugh. You had years, Hillary Clinton, years to raise minimum wage or to call for raising a minimum wage, and you did absolutely nothing. You did murder a lot of people. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't want, you know, people to think that I am just biasly saying things that aren't true about the Clintons. Let me say this. A lot of people die around you. I'll put it that way. A lot of people just die around you. Hillary Clinton and Eric 8th grade Adams, let me ask you this. For the people that are uh, in the chat, people in the chat, let me ask you this. Who's dumber, Eric Adams or Hillary Clinton? That's the question of the day. Who is a dumber person, Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, 
or is it Hillary Clinton? Let's see what the LFA chat says as we start out this Monday evening. I wouldn't want to be around her. I know. Eric Adams is dumber. Okay, there we go. Mistress of death. Jeremy, did you get my email? I need help with deposit. I have rent. Eli, did we look up the... Um, we did look up the email for Amy because we raised money for her for the Slurp Fund. All right, we'll make sure we look it. But there we go, ladies and gentlemen. A lot, it's it's kind of like 50-50. I don't know. Adams is getting most. I think Adams is getting the most. Eric Adams, Eric Adams. It's a tie. <laughs> How you doing, Liz? Bill, dumb and dumber. Can't choose. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to um, let's get to Jesus Calling, the evening version, as we're 10 minutes past the hour on this July 24th year of our Lord, 2023. Jeremy, are you going to the Trump rally this Saturday? Actually, we're covering it. So, yes, we will be there. LFA TV is covering the Trump rally this weekend in Erie, Pennsylvania. 100%. Uh, I'm not the only giver of true peace. I'm not the only giver of true peace. I myself am your peace. Not just the giver. I am your peace. It is every bit as available to you as I am. Rejoice as you explore with me the immense proportions of my gift. Peace at all times in every way. Now, I want to give you a quick little uh, story here. So after the crew just did the TPUSA event, by the way, I don't know. Can you guys, Eli, can you, make, can you hear my, uh, my microphone? I had to turn it down a little bit. It seemed like it was a little too loud. So after the TPUSA event, uh, Will took all of the equipment that we have because we're, you know, we're not a huge corporation. We don't have multiple teams with multiple teams of equipment. So all of our equipment was with, um, was with the, the team. Will took it home. We had to get it shipped back here. It was astronomically expensive to get shipped back here. And we, and we, and we chose the more expensive um, route to get here so that we could get our equipment back in time for me to be able to get it all ready to go to uh, Pennsylvania. And wouldn't you know it, even though we paid to get it here on time, it's not going to get here when we said it was. So I'm going to be scrambling to get all of our equipment Friday night and then drive nine hours to Erie, Pennsylvania. And I was about ready to lose my cool, right? I was about ready to lose my cool. And then today, I, I, right before the show, I actually got down on my knees and I said, Lord, by your will, it'll all be done. So, like, I know that doesn't seem like a lot to you guys, but when you got these big events going on and you pay this money to go to these places, you got to have everything. And, you know, like, I mean, it's got to work perfectly. And, uh, you know, nothing is right. Everything is broke in a Democrat America. I can tell you that. Uh, Colossians 1.19.20. Remember, peace and everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And 2 Thessalonians 3.16, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with all of you. 2 Thessalonians 3.16. And before you turn out the light, even when you are feeling anxious, thank me for the gift of peace. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Somebody said you need a van for all your stuff. It wouldn't work. We wouldn't be able to get there in time. Unfortunately, a lot of these events like Trump rallies, they, they, they tell you about them like three or four days beforehand. 
sometimes a week if you're lucky. So it's really about just having stuff ready to go all the time. And we're getting there. We're getting there. We're not, you know, we're not a big corporation, so we're getting there. But anyway, in Jesus' name, please remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And the peace, the peace, the peace, that's what we need, folks. So many of us get so worked up over things that we can't control. Like, we can only do what we can do, right? Now, I know that's stereotypical. I know people say that all the time. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Somebody said the banner is from this morning's uh, description. You are right about that. So let's go ahead and fix that real quick. Let's uh, fix the the lower banner, if we can, so that it's actually reading uh, tonight's tonight's description. We're going to go ahead and do that right now for you guys. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, while we're doing that, please feel free to uh, rumble this video. That just means like the video. Like the video. And not only like the video, but if you guys can share to your true socials, your Twitter, your uh, Getter, your Facebook, uh, your Gabs if you have them, uh, your Cloud Hubs, whatever it is, just grab the link and share it. And we should move this over now. Okay, everything should be... There it is. Everything should be switched over uh, for this evening. So let's go ahead and refresh the video. We got 2,800 people watching here on Rumble. God bless you guys. Thank you very much. Let's get into our first slurp of the evening and get to the uh, first and foremost section. Jeremy, can you pay for my plane ticket to go to Trump's rally this Saturday? Uh, No, I cannot. (laughs) But uh, thanks for asking. Uh, I'd love to, but, you know, we could barely pay to get ourselves there to cover it sometimes. So... Um, maybe someday when the company's got tons and tons and tons of money like that'll ever happen. <laughs> right. Uh, video not opening on TS on true social. Sorry to hear that. That's, that's weird. I uh, missed you Jeremy this morning, but always go back and watch later. Well, thank you very much. Do we need tickets to get to the rally? You probably just got to go to Trump, uh, Trump, Donald Trump.com. And you probably just got to register for tickets. First come first serve. Like it always is like it always is. All right, folks, here we go. First and foremost section, FBI. The FBI told the Delaware U.S. attorney that it had already partially corroborated the Biden bribery claims. So this means what they were saying in the oversight committee and what they say, what the congressmen and women were saying in the House and Ways and Means Committee, that the FBI knew about this all along, well, we, know, we now know that and have, and have verified that to be true. And I want to read this story from um, Margot Cleveland from The Federalist, who's got this uh, scoop on this, okay? When the Pittsburgh FBI office briefed the U.S. Delaware's attorney office on evidence in, uh, implicating Hunter and Joe Biden in a bribery scheme, the agents also told the Delaware team that they had already corroborated several aspects of the confidential human sources claim an individual familiar with the briefing told the Federalist yesterday. Now, on Thursday, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa released that FD-1023 form, if you remember, 
and we broke it down and talked about all of the bribery, who it was going to, how much it was. They had the receipts on the bank transfers and everything. Well, the Federalist learned just yesterday that the Pittsburgh FBI office had corroborated most of the details that were contained in the FD-1023 as part of the intake process that former Attorney General Bill Barr established before the election under the leadership of the Western District of Pennsylvania's then U.S. Attorney Scott Brady. Significantly, in briefing the Delaware U.S. Attorney on the results of their office screening of evidence related to Ukraine, the Pittsburgh FBI agents told the Delaware office that they had cooperated multiple facts included in the FD-1023. An individual with knowledge uh, has come forward and told the Federalist, and now the Federalist telling the world, and now I'm telling you. Now, as the Federalist previously reported... During their briefing of the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, the Pittsburgh FBI agents said that the FD-1023 bore, um, uh, bore information that was credible, that it merited further, it was so credible, this information that they had at that point, that it merited further investigation. Now, the person familiar with that briefing now uh, confirms that the agents also informed the Delaware office that the Pittsburgh FBI had cooperated the CHS's presence in the various cities at the times claimed. So not only did they verify that it was official, uh, factual information, but they actually verified that the, the, uh, the informant was in these cities at these times with, uh, within range of hearing and or maybe even part of most of these meetings. So there is no mincing words There is no refuting the facts. So again, I ask the same question as I asked this morning, which is, will the Republican Party have the spine to impeach Joe Biden for his pay-for-play schemes? Because now that we know, I mean, we knew anyway, but again, folks, these investigations are imperative, even if we want them to act on them right away. We still need these investigations. If anyone says we don't need any more of these investigations, just go arrest people. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, that's not entirely the way things work. We need the investigations, but we also need to be arresting people or impeaching people at the same time. And now we have this cooperated, um, you know, uh, informants information that not only was he in and around these meetings at that time, but that everything said in it was absolutely true, and the FBI absolutely knew about everything that was going on, meaning they've been running cover for Hunter and Joe since before the election. Since before the election. Now, the answer is no. Jim Jordan said no. Ricky, that's not entirely true. Jim Jordan didn't say anything. We showed it this morning. He really didn't say or do anything. Now, here's the thing about impeachment, ladies and gentlemen. We can start the impeachment resolutions for Biden, but we don't necessarily have to start the proceedings on Biden right now. However, in my humble and personal opinion, we need to start the impeachment proceedings right now on Merrick Gardenome Garland and Secretary Mayorkas and Christopher Wray. And we must do this this week or else recess, uh, summer recess will kick off until September. And we cannot wait until then for those three individuals. Again, Biden, 
That's always going to be there. And I think that we can start the resolutions now. But as far as full-on proceedings of impeachment, I think we've got to get that together right now this week before the August break so that we can have motion into this and movement into Christopher Ray, Merrick Garden, Gnome Garland, and Mayorkas. Those three need to be impeached right now. We cannot take time off before those three have had their impeachment proceedings uh, started. Because Congress is not going to be back in session until September. And that's when the Uniparty Republicans will warn that it's too late to impeach Joe Biden and the others. They will say it will look bad and the Republicans all need to, you know, uh, they need to build a case with the American public first. I don't want to hear that Adam Schiff. Okay? I don't want to hear that. I want impeachment proceedings started on at least these three heads of these agencies, right, in a preparation and get the resolution started for Joe Biden to continue on with the full impeachment of Joe Biden after recess, but start these proceedings with these three right now. Get them going. And stop taking so many breaks. Nobody in the world gets that many breaks. Nobody in the world gets that many uh, uh, days of vacation, especially for getting paid as much as you losers are being paid. If you agree with me, give me a thumbs up, give me a heck yeah, and share this video, okay? I got a heck of a lot more to go, so let's keep going. How many of you have heard of the J6 political prisoner, Ryan Samsel? Now, we've said his name a few times. But now Ryan Samsel, S-A-M-S-E-L, is revealing what Ray Epps whispered into into his ear when the bike fence barrier was pushed down at the U.S. Capitol, in which Ray, um, Ray, uh, Ray Epps was right there doing all of it. And the crazy thing about what you're about to hear is that Mr. Samsel says he's willing to take a lie detector test right now to prove that Ray Epps is a Fed. January 6th prisoner Ryan Samsel called the Gateway Pundit last week, and during their discussion, Ryan describes what Ray Epps told him in his ear on January 6th. Now, in the video, you can see, and we've showed it, that Ray Epps is seen whispering into Samsel's ear right before the bike barricade comes down. Now, according to Ryan Samsel, what he told Gateway Pundit last week was, I walked, this is a quote, I'm going to read the direct quote, okay? Share the video. I walked up to the gate on my own decision. I did not feel any pressure from Joe Biggs. Now, if you don't know who Joe Biggs is, I used to run with Joe Biggs back in the day. He was on InfoWars for a while. He's part of the Proud Boys. He, was, he had a huge, huge following until they kind of purged everybody. That's awesome, Irod Carr. Got your order of your Trumpinator. That's awesome. He says, I did not feel any pressure from Joe Biggs nor any of the Proud Boys. And that was the gate that everybody sees in the video where you're standing around and Ray Epps is there next to me, correct? That's also, he's, he, and I'm reading direct quote, so this is him just talking, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. He goes, that's also, so when I got up to the fence, I pull the fence toward me. That's when Ray Epps says in my ear, he says this, quote, I got people who are waiting till more people come. Something along those lines, Ryan said, Ray Epps told him. Then he said to him, we have got to go into the building. So I pulled the bike rack. 
That is what Rick uh, Ryan Sampson says that Ray Epps whispered into his ear on January 6th, and he goes on to say that he's willing to take a polygraph test to prove his innocence that he did not rat on fellow J6ers or pull that bike rack. Ray Epps is definitely 100% not based on this story alone because that would be asinine to believe that or to assume that. But you put everything that we have been reporting on about Ray Epps for the last two years all together and you put it together with this along with this guy saying, look, I'm ready to go and do a polygraph test right now. We know that the DOJ and that the feds are are pitting the January Sixers against each other. That's classic. That's classic. But to have Ray Epps sitting on the sidelines suing Fox News, you know, eating hot, eating, eating and living the fat life, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. 3,400 people watching. Hit that green thumbs up. Thank you very much. God bless each and every one of you. Now let's go down to the great state of Texas for the last story of this first segment. Do you remember how I told you that Texas, and I showed you the videos, they were putting those big orange um. Um, basically like, what do you want to call them? Buoys or whatever that were just lined the Rio Grande River so that it would deter and they had a barbed wire on them and they were, to, from, they were to deter people from crossing the river. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to share some statistics with you because since they've done that, those, those big orange um, buoys, I don't know the, another term for them other than to say that, um, but they have deterred hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens let me let me rephrase that maybe over 300,000 since they put them up and millions of doses of fentanyl millions so the DOJ sued them of course they did how dare you how dare you state of Texas follow the law of the land So they sued them. And my update on that is Texas is showing no signs of complying with the Justice Department's today deadline to remove the buoy immigration barriers. Several Democratic lawmakers have objected to Texas's use of the buoys as barriers, saying that they create a serious risk of public safety and the environment. The environment. Let me just... Let me just remind you of what the environment looks like on the trail that Ben Berkwam shows during uh, his journeys through the jungle of the Darien Gap uh, down, to the Pan- down to Panama. Okay, so don't give me that crap about the environment. But it looks like the GOP and Governor Greg Abbott are showing no signs of complying with the Justice Department's deadline to remove those buoys anchored in the Rio Grande River to stop the illegal aliens from coming across. And in a letter sent last week, the agency has given Abbott and, and the uh, intern state attorney general until 2 p.m. By the way, what's going on with Ken Paxton? How come we're not hearing anything about Ken Paxton? I'm going to look into that for you. Said they have until 2 p.m. today. Well, guess what? Nothing. So they're not going to comply. And, and they shouldn't because you know why? Because Texas is following law. Texas is not only following state law, but they're following federal law that our congressmen and women made when they made their immigration law. So there can, there can be no problems here. And I say Governor Greg Abbott, GOP in, in Texas, stand strong. Keep them up. Put more up. Put a double row of them up. While you're at it, finish the wall in your state. Stop pussyfooting around. 
Abbott. How about that? A, 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 uh, a risk to the environment. You hear that, Eli? A risk to the environment, they said. Eli, can you do me a favor real quick? As I go to this next segment, can you give me that, uh, that middle paper on the door there? Yep, that one right there. Because I have something to tell the LFA family. Guys, remember earlier today when I, um, when I did a, uh, a promo read for CB Distillery? Guess what I forgot to tell you? That starting today and going through the 28th, four days, on cbdistillery.com for an LFA exclusive, you can get 50% off everything if you buy something today through the 28th and use the promo code RUMBLE. That's right, folks. 50% off everything in CB Distillery from now until the 28th if you use the promo code RUMBLE at checkout. So for all of you, even if it's not time for you to get your new release stick, even if it's not time to get your new sleep gummies, might as well save the 50% and get them now. CBDistillery.com, exclusive 50% off. Use the promo code RUMBLE. Okay? And Freight Train says, my birthday was Friday. Give me a shout out. Hey, Josh, happy birthday, brother. Get somebody to buy you some CB Distillery at 50% off using the promo code Rumble from now until the 28th. Happy birthday, happy belated birthday, my brother. God bless you. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's a, there's a nice surprise and a present for you. It helps out you guys and it helps out us. And you know what else helps is when you go to OFPFarms.com and get Cleo the goat stuffed animal. Pre-order yours now, but you know what you don't have to pre-order? You don't have to pre-order any of the bath and body soaps. You don't have to pre-order any of the hand and body lotion. And you don't have to pre-order any of the, uh, of the, of the, of the chapstick, ladies and gentlemen. It is all ready and it's all available for you now at OFPFarms.com. And the cool thing about going to OFPFarms.com, look at that. Your limited edition patriotic smack packs and everything is that if you use promo code LFA15, you will get 15% off. Look at the reviews. Five stars, five stars, five stars. You want to know why? Because you're dealing with a real American family. You're dealing with a real American family that lives paycheck to paycheck just like you do. Look at that. Look at the body butters, folks. They have an extensive amount. <laughs> he is the cutest thing, isn't he? Anyway, that's OFPFarms.com using promo code LFA. They're in the chat. They're part of the family. We'll try to get you the best deals we can. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Do you guys remember the trans mass shooter manifesto that we still don't have? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you, there are many journalists out there that I know personally. Uh, Glenn Greenwald is one of them, and he's not even a Republican. Pushing to get this trans shooter's manifesto. I got to tell you, folks, some of these people that are working day and night to continue to still try to get this trans manifesto, They're, they're getting death threats like you wouldn't believe. Let's get into the story by Jack Davis. Big shout out, Jack. Thank you very much. The fight to pull the manifesto of the school shooter, Audrey Hale, from the grip of authorities brought danger to one journalist businessman who has now filed a lawsuit to learn what the killer wrote before the massacre at the Nashville Christian School in March that left three children and three adults dead. Radio talk show host Michael Patrick Leahy, 
who uh, has filed a lawsuit to release the manifesto, received ugly death threats, and one particular on July 9th. Leahy is also the CEO of the Star News Network and Star News Digital Media. I didn't even know those exist, but guess what? I'm going to go look them up now. Star News Network, check them out. Quote, Michael Patrick Leahy, if it were not illegal to beat your ASS up, I'd have done it months ago. I have called your show twice because you've decided to pound home the transgender Audrey Hale while people who suffered were healing. You dirty potato-eating mick. Wow, the love and the tolerance, huh? If I see you in the street, said every keyboard warrior ever, I'm going to end your conservative slant-eyed butt. Using the A word. Eli said he'd have to leave mom's basement first. So not only racist, hateful, going on to say this, I'm willing to go to prison to end your life. You dirty drug addicted, you dirty drug addict eyed Irish fool. You either end your talk show or I will end your life in real time while you do it. You have no right to the manifesto of Audrey Hale, and you just want the content by obtaining it. No shift. Send the authorities. Send to the authorities. You'd better if you still want to live, Leahy, the email added. Now, authorities have a suspect in connection with the threat. Michael Alonzo Ruzzi, 49 years old, has now been charged with aggregated stalking and has been released on a $7,500 bond. There you go. Release a terrorist. Release a terrorist. The world has a right to that manifesto of that trans shooter, that mentally ill, gender dysphoria, trans murderer. Now, speaking of trans, I thought that I would... I thought that I would tell you something that my kids told me. So now in my house, we don't have any of the Alexa or any of that stuff. None of that crap in my house. However... My children, Shaylin and Jaden, their mother has Alexas in every room of their house because, you know, they need to rely on a computer to tell them how to take a drink of water, apparently. However, my daughter said she asked Alexa, what's a transgender? And to my surprise, Alexa went on to provide my daughter information that it was gender dysphoria. That it was a mental disorder called gender dysphoria. Now, I don't have Alexa, but if any of you do, I would suggest that you try this as well. Because if it does indeed say that, well, that's big news, ladies and gentlemen. That's Apple. Because I think, isn't it, Eli, is it Apple or is it Amazon? Who owns Alexa? Is it Amazon or Apple? I don't know. Either one. I'd like to find out if that's the truth or not. I mean, my daughter has it, and, I, and I, I, I'm, I'm believing my daughter. My son said so as well. Alexa's based, said Becca. Hey, I'm telling you what. If it, if it is, I'm, I'm very, very shocked. So it's something you might want to try at home. I know some of you guys have it. Come on now. Come on now. Anybody got Alexa at home, ask it before we end the show and uh, verify if what my daughter was telling me was 100% true. Amazon, okay. Because if it is, boy, we could really pit the left against the left on this one, couldn't we?
Imagine the fight we could start. Imagine the look over there we could do. Oh, it would be so fun. It would be so fun. All right, moving on. Uh, corrupt Fulton DA. So you guys know about the corrupt Fulton um, DA that's been trying to bring this false and fake charge against Donald J. Trump. Well, ladies and gentlemen, apparently she is using this grand jury indictment as a crutch. I think, wait, what's her name? Fanny Willis? Is that her name? As a crutch to basically get campaign donations and to grow her Twitter base. So if you ever want to say, why are they doing this? They know they're going to lose. Well, there's always something in it for them, right? They know they're going to lose in court. They know they don't have any kind of, uh, any kind of chance beating Trump, but it isn't about that. It's about smearing him constantly and gaining money off of it. The Republican Party knows about it. They, they raised how much money off Trump's name, hating his guts. On July 19th, President Trump's attorney filed an amendment to a petition in a move to disqualify Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis from the ongoing witch hunt in Georgia's Fulton County. The amendment was made to a July 13th petition for writs of, of, of mandamus and prohib- on prohibition that would uh, vindicate breaches of President Trump's rights. President Trump's attorneys provided evidence that the district attorneys personally retweeted requests for followers and and campaign donations, which referenced her prosecution for this investigation. As a result, ladies and gentlemen, her followers grew by a hundredfold from a couple thousand to a couple hundred thousand in a matter of days. And her campaign gained most of its 2022 donations as a result of her efforts to put Trump in jail. There's got to be investigations into this. There's got to be laws against this. Trump should be able to sue for defamation. This is absolutely ridiculous. And those followers will, re- will lead to campaign donations in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Okay? But if you go from Georgia, so by the way, if you live in Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, do whatever you can to put pressure on your congressmen and your senators and your attorney's general there to get on her butt. This is a district attorney raising money off of something that is illegal for her to even be doing to to begin with, okay? Now, let's go to West Virginia. As Governor Jim Justice, who, by the way, is such a loser rhino, he's endorsed Donald Trump for president. Is he doing it to keep his job? He may be. West Virginia Republican Governor Jim Justice today endorsed Donald J. Trump's 24 presidential bid as he mounts his own campaign, there it is, to represent his uh, state in the Senate. Quote, the leadership and success exhibited by President Donald J. Trump could not, or could not be more different from what I see under Joe Biden, he, retwe- he tweeted. I support President Trump and firmly believe he will be our nominee and be reelected as our next president. Question is, do you really want that, sir? Do you really want that? Are you going to campaign hard? For Donald Trump, seeing how you endorsed him? Or are you going to just want to ride free because of his name on your own campaign? And by the way, Chris Rose for West Virginia Senator, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Rose for West Virginia Senator. Trump maintains a commanding lead in the Republican primary. Though several rivals, including Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Mike Pence have attempted 
to wrest support from the ex-commander-in-chief. Justice, meanwhile, faces Representative Alex Mooney in the Republican primary for the Senate contest. The winner will vie for the seat currently held by Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, who has not yet announced his 2024 plans, which might be a third-party run. Some have speculated um, that he may opt against a stiff re-election bid in the deep red state and pursue a third-party campaign for presidential nominee. Instead, that's exactly what we figured he would do. But then you go to Washington State, and in Washington State, you've got Governor Jay Inslee setting the tone for climate change lockdowns. Now, remember, they are building all the way up for these climate change lockdowns, aren't they? The WHOs want sovereign, uh, they want the, the right over our sovereign land and our sovereign rights to be able to say what is a pandemic and what's not a pandemic. Guns and climate change are on their agenda. At the same time, you got NATO saying that we should prepare for emergency stuff. At the same time, they're trying to ban gas generators and they're trying to take over the food and the energy market super quick. And you've got Governor Jay Inslee Inslee, uh, planting the seeds for a climate lockdown. The question is, are you going to let them? Are you going to let them lock you down because of climate? Let's check it out. You think climate change is to blame here? Well, look, uh, the climate change uh, problem, the fuse has been burning for decades, and now the climate change bomb has gone off. The scientists are telling us that this is a new age. This is the age of consequences, because whatever we thought of climate change last year, we now understand that the beast is at the door. We knew this beast of climate change was coming for us, but now it's pounded on the door. And I think it's interesting, the most sort of a summary of this situation, what the scientific community is telling us now, is that the Earth is screaming uh, at us. And that is the situation. Uh, I talked to a uh, leading uh, international scientist the other day who told me that we knew this was going to happen to us, but it's happening to us maybe two decades earlier than we really thought uh, could, could be in the realm of the possible. <laughs> so we have to uh, dramatically increase our efforts that is a necessary. Now, the good news, there's good news here. We can do this. Look, we're electrifying our transportation fleet. We're oh, electrifying yeah. our homes. This is a solvable problem, but we need to stop using fossil fuels. That is the only solution to this massive assault on humanity. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you something right now. In the last two decades, the world has spent a collective $5 trillion to get away from fossil fuels and to make green energy. Did you know that? These are... Go look up these statistics yourself. I'm telling you the truth. What I'm telling you is the truth. In the last two decades, the world community has spent $5 trillion, with a T, dollars, to bring Green New Deal, basically, in some way, shape, or form, to fruition and get rid of fossil fuels. Five Fossil fuels. $5 trillion. Do you know what percentage of fossil fuels that we have reduced in order to make that possible? 2%. 2%. And let's not forget the mining that has to go in to getting all of these resources that are needed, the cobalt, the lithium, the, the, you know what I mean? All of these things that they need is putting 10 times more pollution into the sky because they have mining equipment, mining all of this stuff, and $5 trillion has reduced carbon footprint, or at least our 
dependence on fossil fuels by 2%, $5 trillion, 2%. Are we going to just be a nation of rejects here? Are we going to be a world of dum-dums here? Because facts matter. Numbers matter. I'm a numbers guy, okay? I'm a numbers guy, and I'm not a common core moron. I'm not a common core idiot. $5 trillion to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels by 2%. Meanwhile, how much have we increased in our mining? How much have we increased in our, in our massive equipment? And how much is China destroying our environment? Don't give me that shift anymore, okay? Don't give me that shift anymore. I'm so tired of it. Climate lockdowns, my butt. Let's see if that happens, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, this is what it looks like in Israel right now. This is what it looks like in Israel right now. You want to know why, ladies and gentlemen? Because Biden-supported violent insurrectionists have tried to blockade the Israeli parliament today to prevent the democratically elected government from passing judicial reform. Israel passes judicial reform, and the Biden insurrectionists try to stop the Israeli parliament. 300,000 patriots march in support of right-wing government. Look how beautiful that is. The world is sick of it. And thanks to alternative media like us, the world is waking up. The patriotic Israeli government coalition voted to remove the Supreme Court's power to strike down laws and cabinet nominees based on unreasonableness today. All 64 members of the ruling coalition voted in favor, including uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who was released from hospital on Monday morning following the peacemaker implant. Opposition lawmakers boycotted the third and final vote, a typical sore loser insurrectionist move. Even Defense Minister Yaev Gallant, who had pre- uh, briefly lost his job over his position to the justice reform, voted with the coalition. Radical insurrectionists tried to blockade all four entrances to the Israeli Neset. Police had to use water cannons and mounted officers to clear the insurrectionists away. At least six were arrested. That's the, that's, that's the violent Biden insurrectionists. That's the, that's the Biden-Obama people trying to, again, interfere in Israel's elections and their daily stuff. But they're calling us the bad guys, not them. Joe Biden warriors trying to block them from passing new laws. Amen. Amen. But remember when Biden was president here, or not Biden, Obama, and Obama literally did everything he could to, uh, to uh, affect the outcome of the Israeli, you know, vote for Benjamin Netanyahu. Remember that? That was okay, though. That was okay. Anyway, moving on. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Divers have discovered a body, a dead body of a 43-year-old black paddleboarder in a pond on Obama's Martha's Vineyard mansion. And the 911 call came from the Obama residence, ladies and gentlemen. This is not fake. This happened. A body of a 43-year-old paddleboarder was found in a pond on Obama's Martha's Vineyard mansion. The 911 call came from the Obama residence late last night. Police were searching for the missing black male paddleboarder in Edgerton Great Pond Sunday night. Hmm, kind of weird, right? 
EPD is assisting multiple agencies searching for a missing adult pa- uh, paddleboarder in Edgerton Great Pond. Please remain away from this area and allow emergency responders to perform their search. According to reports, another paddleboarder saw the unidentified 43-year-old struggle to stay afloat on the surface before he drowned. After several hours of searching last night, efforts to locate the missing paddleboarder were unsuccessful and the operation was paused to allow dive teams, flight crews, and other responders to re-equip and assess next steps. Search assets are currently resuming operations at this time. Then, the Daily Mail reported, <coughs> excuse me, divers have found the body of the paddleboarder who went missing in the waters of Martha's Vineyard that backs onto Barack Obama's sprawling $12 million mansion. The 43-year-old vanished on Sunday night. Witnesses told cop the man went under, then briefly reappeared as he struggled to stay afloat. Why wasn't anybody helping him? A massive joint agency search resumed Monday, and they found his body on the Obama property. His paddle and his hat were recovered Sunday, and his body was found on eight-foot deep waters, approximately 100 feet from the shore. The dispatch address for the incident came from Obama's Martha's Waterfront Vineyard home. It is unclear if the president, former president, 61 is currently staying at the estate. Hmm. And he had a life preserver on. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying anything happened here. I'm just saying, hmm. Let's see what the LFA audience thinks about that, because I'm sure you do have something uh, that you want to say. So what is it? What is the man's name? Uh, Not in the story, but I will look up the name, his full name. No one paddle boards at that time of night. That's right. Sounds sketchy. Yes, it does. Probably a Barack Obama or Michael Gay lover. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sounds like a murder. Sounds like a murder in Savannah. Where's the Secret Service? Yeah, isn't that weird? Clinton eyes? Sounds suspicious to me. I'm just saying, anytime there's a death around the Obamas or the Clintons, it sounds suspicious to me. Now, I thought in lieu of that, that I'd play this video that I've had for quite some time about the many times that Barack Hussein Obama seemed to mistake his wife's name for Michael and not Michelle. Oh, you guys, that's just you right-wing conspiracy theorists. It was never a man. Then why does, why does Obama call him Michael all the time? Roll it. Barack Obama mistaken Michelle's name for Michael so many times. Most of all, Admiral Mullen, Deborah. Michael and I also want to acknowledge uh, your son Jack who's deployed today. Michael and I. You know my kids asked me, they said, you've got to ask the president, does anything scare him? You know, uh, well, when my, my, my when uh, Michelle's mad. Why is it that Michelle Obama can't remember the day that her and Barack got married? How long have you been with Barack Obama? Have I, we been married? Uh, 20-something years. Wait, somebody, you guys know the date. When was it? It's been it's been over a decade. It's been a while. So the questions keep arising. That the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president. We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. No, Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's okay. Why is Brock? So, ladies and gentlemen, I think the, the I, and I remember all those, right? Michael and I, Michael and I, Mike and I. Well, obviously, he, if he says Michael and I and then says Michelle and you see the bulge swinging on Ellen DeGeneres, right? 
But I think the most crazy part of all of that, don't remember your wedding date. 20 years, definitely over a decade. Has anybody got the date? Somebody out there has got the date. I didn't, I never saw that before. That's why I saved this video. So I wonder, maybe Barack Hussein Obama was having sex with the black male paddleboarder and Michael came out and said, how dare you, that's my man. And maybe drowned the guy. I'm saying it's definitely something that I would not fault you for assuming. Stay away from my man. That's Barack. He belongs to me. It's my Obama. <laughs> you can't remember your wedding date and you're getting it all caught up between 10 and 20 years. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Ladies and gentlemen, the next sponsor of our show, goldcode.com. That is goldcode.com, goldcode.com slash live, L-I-V-E, if you want to let them know that we sent you, or 855-559-3433. Why? Jeremy, why are you still promoting GoldCo? Because people are still calling GoldCo. They wouldn't stay a sponsor here otherwise. It also means that people are transferring their 401ks their retirements, or their IRAs into physical gold and silver. Now, obviously, there's a cost for doing this, but also the cost of gold and silver always goes up, and when it drops, it drops a little, and it always goes up. It's kind of like gas. never really goes back down. So it's not to get rich, although that would be great, but it's definitely to save your money so it doesn't go over to Ukraine and get spent on Vladimir Zelensky and whatever porn movie he wants to make this week. So if you've still been on the fence, if it is something that you want to talk more about with a professional, then please, like I said, goldcode.com slash live or 855-559-3433 today. Now, remember last week when I showed you that Marjorie Taylor Greene was showing Hunter Biden's pictures of his laptop in front of Congress on the record and the, le- and the left was freaking out because they said, this is not right, decorum, decorum. Get this, folks. Ready? Hunter Biden's lawyers have now filed a House ethics complaint against Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene for showing pictures of Hunter Biden sleeping with underage prostitutes across state line on his computer. Yes, Hunter Biden's lawyers have filed a House ethics complaint. An ethics complaint. Hunter Biden and his lawyers. Now, by the way, Hunter Biden's lawyer was also seen smoking a bong on a balcony in the same area as Hunter Biden was this weekend. Smoking a bong. That's right. Smoking a bong. And now they're filing ethics complaints against Marjorie Taylor Greene for showing the laptop that was apparently Russian disinformation anyway. Well, if it's not real, why are you filing ethics complaints? Get the hell out of here. How absolutely disgusting. And you know what? I gave it to her last week, and I'm going to give it to her today, even though I don't think she deserves it all the time. Marjorie Taylor Greene, you get the Smarty Award of the day because you are revealing just by doing that how disgustingly sick these people are. And Donald Trump vowing to literally give the death penalty to all human traffickers. Hunter Biden is a human trafficker. Ladies and gentlemen, again, some more good news here. I thought that was good news, by the way. Some more good news here. Idaho... An Idaho town, if you live in Idaho, this is for you. We're almost at 4,000. Can we just break 4,000? Can we get a few more shares before the end of the show and break 4,000? 
an Idaho town will now pay $300,000 to Christians who were arrested for maskless outdoor service during the pandemic. God is on the move. Hallelujah. The town of Moscow, Idaho will pay $300,000 settlement to three Christians who were arrested during a maskless outdoor church service during the pandemic. How do you like that, ladies and gentlemen? Is that not God on the move? The plaintiffs allege that officials violated their First and Fourth Amendment rights by taking them into custody, and a judge agreed and awarded them $300,000. Stay steadfast in the Lord, and you will be blessed. Stay steadfast in the Lord, and thou shalt be blessed, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. Praise God to the highest. Now, before I show you this last video that you're going to love, look what we got on JeremyHerald.com. Look what we got. Not only do we have the sleeveless version, ladies and gentlemen, for summer, for your sons out, guns out, but we also have, yes, that's right, the regular shirts. And guess what it says on the back? Ready for this? The shows. Now, we had this done before Drew Hernandez uh, joined the show lineup, so we'll have to add that later. But there you go. It looks like a tour date for a band. LFA TV's lineup. Live from America. Unafraid. Loud majority. Wrong think. Ungoverned. Culture Wars, Unafraid, Matter of Fact, Santilla Report, Rise Up. So ladies and gentlemen, you can get your LFA TV t-shirt today. Like I said, you can either get the Suns Out, Guns Out one, or you can get the regular one, LFATV.us or JeremyHarrell.com. Now, who's ready for the last video of the day? You know we got it. We know we had to make you laugh. Let's go ahead and make you laugh on our way out. Here we go. Came around just the other day He said I got me a deal where we can both get paid Can I trade on your name? I said sure okay Will anyone know? He said no, no way And as he walked away he looked kind of dim And said you know I'm gonna be like him He's done And Hunter's in the basement with a silver spoon Ukrainian bribes were gonna be there soon When you're coming home dad I don't know when Put aside your ten percent, I'll always have your ten percent. Well, he came from Kiev just the other day, had a smile so big I just had to say, "Son, I'm proud of you." How's our cash supply? He nodded his head and said, "Great big guy, but what I really need, Dad, is to borrow the car keys. You can take the vet, but watch the boxes, please." Come on, everybody! And as the- I hung up the phone, it occurred to me <laughs> he was damn near dumber than me. My son <laughs> came around just the other day. He was dumber, dumber than me and the cats. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So you know what you do? You stand up tall. You keep your shoulders back. You keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Will Johnson and Culture Wars starting right now here on LFA TV. I love each and every single one of you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel.